Hey friends, welcome to But What If You Did, the podcast for millennials that find themselves in the middle of the growth phase. You know, the part in the big life transition that doesn't feel good. This is the part where it feels hard to show up every damn day. You may be in the thick of things now, but someday you'll look back and be hella proud of yourself that you kept going. I'm your host, Allison, and honestly, I know the growth phase is messy. That's why I'm sharing my stories and life lessons in hopes that it'll help you navigate the messy stuff in your life. I'm positive our paths have crossed for a reason, and I'm so, so excited to have you along for the ride because now we get to grow through the hard stuff together. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of But What If You Did. I'm Allison, and I am so excited that today is episode 20. When I started this little passion project a few months ago, um, I just still feel like such a uh, new podcaster, and to be on episode 20 feels like a pretty big accomplishment. Um, So thank you for coming back week after week. For those of you that have been here from the beginning and hanging out with me every week for a little bit, um, I hope that you know, what I'm putting out there, you are finding some way to repurpose into your own life and that the life lessons are helpful, that you're enjoying the interviews. Um, I definitely have some more interviews planned for 2021. It's definitely been a learning curve going back to work and figuring out how to just like structure my time and manage, you know, managing the podcast and what I want this community to grow into on the side. Um, while also, you know, working a nine to five, Monday through Friday. So um, I just wanted to really say thank you for coming along this journey with me. It seriously means so much. Um, Also, if you haven't already, um, my website went live last week. Um, If you go to butwhatifyoudidpod.com, you have access to all the latest episodes, the show notes, um, some blog posts that go along with the episodes, um, some other blog posts uh, relating to, I think, a lot of just like common struggles that millennials are facing, some other lessons learned uh, that we maybe haven't covered on the pod yet. Um, in addition to, you know, the, some of my free resources, there will be more resources going up over the next few weeks. So I hope that you'll get a chance to pop on over there and check that out. If you are one of my friends that is listening from Apple Podcasts and you haven't left a review already, um, if you get a chance and can go on and leave a review on Apple, um, it is super important to get reviews because that's really what helps the searchability um, and helps you get your podcast out there to more people. Um, So that really, really, really is super important and really helps us out. And if you do that um, and take a screenshot and DM it to me over at but period, what if you did period the podcast on Instagram, um, I will send you one of my uh, special free resources that hasn't debuted yet as a thank you. So um, be sure to check that out. And on that note, let's get ready to dive into today's topic. So I was listening to a training workshop um, from a community that I'm a part of uh, the other day, and it was about boundaries and expectations, which I know we've touched on all of that before in here, but something came up that just was like one of those moments where I was like, yes, say it louder for those in the back. 
And I think that this is a super important topic um, and something that I wanted to unpack a little bit with you guys. So uh, in the training, they were talking about this concept of boundaries and how it relates to relationships. And the speaker said, sometimes relationships have an expiration date. Just like food in your refrigerator, sometimes the expiration date expires and you just need to get rid of it. Um, and I just thought that that was such like such a really like relevant, um, relatable way to put it. Um, because I think that we all have those relationships that come and go from our lives. And I think as humans, because we crave connection, we're very inclined to um, want to just kind of drag on relationships. Like we know it's not serving us anymore. We know it's not good for us, but we're going to drag it out anyways, because we fear losing connection or, you know, we're craving that connection and this person is filling that void. Um, but we often do it from this really unhealthy place rather than from this really healthy boundary filled place. So now that, you know, <laughs> that's probably swirling around in your mind a little bit, we've let that sink in a little bit. Um, anyone else ever feel like they're just kind of like throwing their energy into relationships that don't really matter? Um, cause I know that like, I definitely have that tendency from time to time. Um, these are like relationships that maybe aren't helping me to grow. They're not pushing me to level up in life. They're not, they're not adding value really in any way. They're just kind of there and on the side. And um, I think for me, this felt especially relevant this past week because I just seemed to all of a sudden be getting this like random smattering of texts from these random people that um, I would say were friends previously or that um, I had built relationships with in the past, um, whether that was a family member, a friend, a relationship, whatever it was. Um, and uh, most of the texts have started with something with like, oh, I've been meaning to reach out and see how life's going, but life got busy. Um, and so I just want to unpack this for a minute because I think that there were a lot of reasons that like with some people, I was totally okay with getting that text and other people, I was like, why bother? Why did you send that? That what is, what purpose is that serving? What is that helping? Like, I just got really like riled up about it. Um, so one, I think for me personally, like I just don't have this expectation that every single person I've ever had a relationship with, whether that's friend, family, significant other is going to keep in touch regularly. Like I'm not great at just like maintaining 10 million relationships. So like for me, I just don't have that expectation of other people. Um, so the fact that it was kind of implied that they like felt like I would expect that they would have reached out sooner or something just kind of gave me a weird vibe. Um, the next was like, if I haven't really heard from you in probably a year, our relationship is probably pretty surface level. I probably don't really feel the need to give you a life update. I probably, I don't know, like it just felt like what, why are you, I mean, it's, it's nice that they thought of me, but like, I just had a lot of feelings around like, I haven't heard from you. So why now? Um, and then honestly, like, these are the kind of relationships that like, I just don't feel the need to drop what I'm doing to respond to. And not all of them, but like some in particular get, I know get really like, well, you didn't respond to me right away. Um, and like, that is just such an unhealthy way to operate as part of a relationship. Um, whether, like I said, it's as a friend, as a significant other, as a family member. Um, 
Nobody is required to respond to you right away. And because we live in this instant gratification culture, I think we are so, so, so inclined to feel like we have to respond immediately. And when someone doesn't respond immediately, we get up in our heads about like, well, what are they doing? Why didn't they respond? When really they don't have to respond right away. Like that's just part of life. Um, So, you know, for me, like as a, what I would consider to be a recovering people pleaser and as someone that definitely has some like residual trauma from growing up and being constantly reminded that I just quote unquote, like didn't fit in. Um, I, I just want to get real about how easy it is for us to put ourselves last and to think that we need to make space to keep up with all of these quote unquote friends, or I guess I would better say acquaintances in our lives. Right. So I know for me, like for years, I poured my energy into these people that were draining me to the core. But why? What, how is this helping me? Like, what was I gaining from having hundreds of relationships that meant absolutely nothing to me, right? Um, And so this is where I'm going to start to tie this back to the conversations that we've had around boundaries and kind of who's climbing that growth mountain with you. Um, So if you are newer to the podcast and you maybe haven't gone back to listen from the beginning, um, we talked about um, this in episode six and episode seven. So um, I would definitely recommend popping back over to check those out and take a listen once you uh, finish this episode. Um, I will link those in the show notes for you um, for easy access. Um, But I guess the truth behind it is, is like, It wasn't serving me to have this, to really just have this mass of subpar relationships that I really wasn't invested in, that they weren't challenging me to grow. They weren't making me a better person. Um, If your conversation with someone are basically this like, hi, how are you? How's work? Like, but you don't know anything about, you know, what makes the person tick, what their goals are, what they're passionate about, what they, you know, think their life purpose is. Like, then why are you dropping everything the second that they reach out to you to answer a message? Um, and I just think that like, and like, we all do it. We all do that to some extent. So um, I think part of it is like just being more intentional and more conscious about the fact that we have these behavior patterns But I also think that this is just like a topic that maybe you need to spend some time thinking about Um, because I know I didn't for a while. And now that I have, I just see a lot of ways in which this has kind of helped me navigate more things in life. Um, So so on the podcast previously, like we've really kind of taken a deep dive into this idea of, um, you know, just like setting boundaries for yourself and respecting them. But I think that like specifically today, I want to dive into talking about boundaries in regards to navigating relationships and how establishing boundaries in your relationships helps you to really show up as the best version of yourself, like as that truly healthiest version of yourself. So what does setting boundaries in your relationships look like? Um, I think that sometimes I want to, I want to approach this both from like a family standpoint example, and then also from a like how this could present itself at work. So I know that, you know, a lot of millennials um, kind of tear to, they kind of lean one way or the other. They're either super close with their parents or they're like 
have an okay relationship with their parents. Um, And, you know, I know for me that when my relationship with my mom is more on the unhealthy side, it's when she's asking about things that are just really triggering for me um, just to make conversation. And so for me, an example of a healthy boundary would be like, hey, mom, it's really hard for me to talk about how work is going after a long day at work. Um, work was really stressful, and sometimes that's just really triggering for me. But it would really help me if we only talked about how work was going on Saturdays. So that's an example of, like, I want to show up the best I can for this relationship. I don't want to sound annoyed. I don't want to, like, feel the need to, like, hang up the phone or something. So, like, this is when it is productive for me to talk about things like work, and this is when it's productive for me to talk about personal life things, right? Um, Another example would be maybe... you know, in work. And this was something that was part of this um, uh, thing that I was training. Sorry, words are hard, um, that I was watching yesterday. And the girl was saying how she had worked for one of the girls that was leading the call. We're kind of diving into how, like, at one point in time, they were um, working with a team that had was dealing with a project team that was in a different country. And so they were on different time zones and stuff. And so her boss was just like constantly sending emails at all hours of the night. And at first, like she felt like every time she woke up, she had to respond to an email because she wanted to feel like she was doing a really good job at her job. And um, that was just how she had to show up. But then she realized that she really needed to establish some boundaries or she wasn't going to be able to continue to show up um, and be the best that she could be. So something that she had to talk about was like, hey, boss, I'm, you know, getting these emails at all hours of the night, but like, I want to make sure that I'm showing up how you need me to, but also make sure that I'm performing at my best. So what are your expectations in terms of my response time? And can we establish hours that I'm just simply not available to respond? Um, And her boss was really receptive to that. Um, So I think sometimes, too, we, especially when it comes to relationships, because we're so fearful of disappointing someone or rubbing someone the wrong way or just, you know, making someone upset that we make up these stories in our heads about how we assume someone is going to react. And our brains can have a really hard time telling the difference between what is a story that we made up for ourselves because we have this really incredible power to imagine things and see them for what they really are. And that's like kind of ties back to the whole idea of like how you manifest things into your life, right? But because we can visually imagine things happening in so much detail, our brain can't really tell the difference between what is something that we imagined was going to happen and something that will actually happen. And so we psych ourselves out from having these conversations um, because we have already imagined how they're going to play out and our brain has started to believe that that is exactly how they're going to play out. So While those are just a couple of examples, I think that this is really important because when you stand in your truth and you set those healthy boundaries, you're able to show up as the best version of yourself and your relationships are in turn going to run deeper. Um, And you kind of get to let go of some of that people pleaser baggage that you're carrying around. So back to this idea that some relationships or sometimes relationships rather just have some type of expiration date. Um, For me, this was totally one of those like life-changing pivotal moments when I realized how normal it is for relationships to come and go from your life. Um, We're all on these different growth paths in life, and some of us are 
more self-aware and some of us are less self-aware and like everybody just deals with growth and growing through things in a little bit of a different way, right? So sometimes someone comes into your life and you become really close with them for a period of time because there is something that you needed to learn from them or that they needed to learn from you. And then some something happens, some fight happens, some fallout happens, whatever. And you're left wondering how this like super strong bond that you had with this person just kind of dissipated overnight. So can you connect with that? Because I think that that's like something that we all go through at some point in time. And I just think it's something that we like don't talk about. Um, So like I definitely have that like small handful of really strong friendships that really stood the test of time. You know, the kind where like these people can live on the opposite ends of the country. I rarely see them, but like I can call them and it's as if we've been doing life together every day and um everything is great. But also when I take a trip down memory lane, like I see another handful of friendships that I thought would stand the test of time and they didn't. Um, And while that was hard in the moment, I honestly think it was for the better. Like there was something specific that I had to learn from each of those relationships um, that made me a better person today, but it's not something that I needed to be carrying with me still, if that makes sense. Like it was a lesson I needed to learn and release rather than a lesson that I needed to keep bringing with me. So I think back to, here's one particular example of this one particular friend where we were super close for probably like five, six years. And then at one point we had this really big fight um, and this person said some things that I definitely wasn't ready to hear and we never spoke again. Um, funny thing is, they were right. <laughs> and I was the one that at that point had some serious growing to do. I was genuinely unhappy with where my life was. And I was projecting that onto others pretty hardcore. And it literally cost me a best friend. But because this person like truly meant so much to me, that really caused me to start to do the growth work. Um And my life has changed tenfold since that relationship, friendship, whatever you want to refer to it as, ended however many years ago that was. Like that was probably maybe seven to eight years ago at this point. But the lesson that I learned from that relationship stayed with me. And it's made me a better friend and a better person moving forward. But the reality is that relationship had an expiration date. Um, And that's, that's just life. Like sometimes certain friends and relationships aren't meant to stay with you for long periods of time. Sometimes they're meant to teach you something very specific and then they're going to fall out of your life. And that's nothing to feel guilty of or ashamed of or embarrassed of. And I just think that like, it's so common to feel these like self-deprecating emotions and feelings when there's really nothing wrong with it. Like it's just normal. Um, Another time that I think back to is like, Um, how this kind of happened with a lot of my friends from high school. So I moved across the country pretty much as soon as I could. Like I went to college out of state, moved across the country for an internship and kind of never looked back. Um, And every time I would go home, I would hang out with these different friends. And most of them, um, while they maybe moved away for college, like they moved home and kind of established their lives in our hometown. And that really just was never in the cards for me. Um, so while I would make a point to see these people when I was home, 
I really started to realize a couple years in that like I had nothing to talk to them about anymore. Like I had nothing in common. We were just living these like insanely different lives. Um, And so one of my trips, I just kind of stopped reaching out and (laughs) I would get messages like, oh, I heard you were in town. You didn't even tell me. But like, I mean, I guess there were probably better ways to handle it. I probably could have said like, hey, like I'm not looking to see people when I'm home (laughs) or whatever. But like for me, it was like that clear in my head that like this friendship had an expiration date and we had hit that mark and I just didn't really feel the need to apologize for it. And so I moved on. Like in my mind, they didn't exist anymore. And not because they didn't mean something to me at some point in time, but it just, it just wasn't going to help me moving forward. And I was ready to move forward. So Yes, there are definitely lessons that I learned from those friendships that I still hold close today, but those relationships were meant to have an expiration date. And once I saw that, I took the expiration date for what it was and moved on. Um, So I think that this is all increasingly relevant um, with all that 2020 has thrown our way and taught us. I think, you know, 2020 has continued to change our world and hopefully for the better. I think, you know, we're all starting to slowly see how it's changing us for the better. Um, But when I look back, like I personally want to be proud of the growth that I experienced during this year. I don't want to look back and think, wow, I wasted this once in a lifetime pause on a bunch of relationships that were holding me back. And like, yeah, there's a lot of things we could think about when it comes to like, what do you want to be proud of in 2020? But like, I think we've seen, like I said, the power of connection, but I also think that we've realized who the important people in our lives are and who are the people that support us day in and day out and who are the ones that we should be focused on building relationships with and who are those people that were really just holding us back. Because when those people were cut out of our lives for an extensive period of time, you realized exactly how they were influencing your life and whether you still needed them around or not. Um... So I don't know about you, but like, I know for me, my circle of influence has shifted quite a bit this year. Um, And I'm a better person for surrounding myself with people that are challenging me to level up. So don't discount how important that is. Change is always, always, always going to be full of hard decisions. But I feel like 2020 has really kind of proven slash, I guess, been the example for how we're... um, how change resistant people truly are and how being change resistant really just doesn't serve you in life. Um, So if you're somebody that struggles with being resistant to change, do the growth work, figure out why that is, because you're going to need that to move forward in life. And I think that we have just been constantly reminded about how being changed forward instead of change resistant will change your life for the better right now. Um, So I challenge you to really go take a serious look at your relationships. Are they serving you? And if they aren't, maybe, maybe it's because they have an expiration date. And maybe that expiration date is fast approaching. But what if this relationship just isn't working anymore. What's the worst that could happen by deciding to move on without them? And on that note, friends, 
I hope you have a wonderful holiday this week, whatever you celebrate. I hope you get to uh, take some time off and relax. And while holidays will continue to look a little bit different this year, they are changing us in a good way. And they are making us appreciate all the little things we took for granted. And I think that um, 2021 is going to be a pretty special year. So hang on, keep going, and I will see you right back here, same time next week for the last episode of 2020. All right, friends, I hope you have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for taking some of your valuable time to hang out with me today. I hope you found a nugget of wisdom to encourage you to get out of your own way and to take action, even when it feels hard. Resources and links discussed in today's episode can be found in the show notes. And P.S. If you love this episode or it really vibes with you, I would really love for you to slide into my DMs on Instagram at but period what if you did period the podcast so that we can connect or better yet, share this to your story or maybe even send it to a friend. And be sure to tag me so that I can personally say thank you for coming along this journey with me. Until next time, friends. 